Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Beautiful evening recording. Uh, I really like this mood lighting we've got going on in the mm-hmm. studio. Uh, we have this LED light bulb in the one kind of bare bulb industrial light fixture that's inside this booth and Mm -hmm. it's the kind where there's a remote control you can change the color yeah depending on i mean i think ideally this would be used to you know either adapt to or to help change the mood of a party right and i think right now we're kind of like people are getting here they're pouring drinks right and uh later if we feel like things are getting sexy there's probably uh there's probably a setting for that yeah or we just take off our pants yeah, well, and then either, you know, either what ha- what will happen, it'll, you know, it'll it's a cause and effect kind of thing. It's either Brian, if he feels like things need to get more sexy, Brian, our producer, he can push a button, light will flip over, pants will come off. Or, mm-hmm. you know, if we're feeling it first, right. we'll take off our pants. That'll be Brian's cue to hit the light. I actually have remote control pants it's on. like I jazz. I gave the remote control to Brian. <laughs> oh, okay. So he can just control my pants directly. Oh, terrific. It's like one of those... Um, it's like when you want to be... It's like one of those fuckbots. Yeah. Well, I was going to say like one of those um, vibrating underwears. Right. And you give the control over to your loved one. Right. And they can uh, buzz your taint while you're at work. I actually have a thing in my butt, too. Oh, really? You know, Brian's, Brian, and Brian controls all of these. Brian, have you got that, too? Yeah. So, okay, let me just get a real quick rundown of what Brian has. Okay. He's got the control to change the mood lighting in here. Right. A control that will... Fire your pants off of your body. It raises. Is it hydraulic? It raises. I don't know what the technology is. I'm not a materials engineer. Okay. I mean, I, I guess I'm picturing something that works like a t-shirt cannon to where the I'm pants a marine launch. Engi- I'm a marine engineer, Jordan. I okay. don't know about land-based engineering well, projects. Okay. Anyway, so this. If you Whether said to it's... me, how did they make the monitor in the Merrimack, I would say, oh, they, they, they're ironclad ships. They're iron ships from the Civil War. Okay. I'm a historical I mean, that marine that engineer. Out. So I won't ask you any more about that. Okay. Because you clearly know exactly what you're talking the about. The monitor in the Merrimack. Sure. The iron-sided yeah, ships Yeah, no, I know, you have more than, I know you have more than two pieces of information about this. I'll just trust that. The so, great battle. So Brian has- One a... of them for the south, one for the north. So Brian has a remote that can change the lighting in here. Yeah. He has a button that can either lower your pants delicately or fire them off your body, depending on, you know, hydraulics. Right. And then he also has a button that can vibrate some sort of device in your anus. It's up my butt. Up your butt. Yeah. Okay. It stimulates the prostate. Mm, Okay. So is Brian now getting paid extra for this, or is this just, did you loop this into his duties? No, he told me that I could lower his pay. Oh, wow. He, so he's paying you, in essentially. Way, he's he is giving, paying you. Well, we both pay a salary, so he is giving us a discount. Oh. Because he gets off on having this kind of power. Huh. Well, I mean, I think we could, you know, I'm not, I'm not hard up, but I could use a little more every month. Do you think if I would allow Brian to... You know, randomly, you know, sexually taunt me, then we could we could get that knocked down to even more. Yeah, I mean, he could, each one of these things uh-huh. 
Five bucks a month. Really? That is a not insignificant savings. Five dollars a month. Yeah, geez, that'll add up. I mean, that's like uh, that's like four cokes. Yeah, geez. You know what I mean? So, I like, use, let's oh, say boy, once hey, a week you I want mean, a coke. I could use four cokes. Let's say I once could a really week. Really use four cokes. Let's say once a week you want a coke. Jesse, things have not been going well for me. I could use four cokes. <laughs> Jordan, let's say you want a coke once a week. I do. Okay, but you don't want a coke in that sort of half week at the end of the month. Yeah. So, or you want a Coke once a week, and it's February, but it's not a leap year, so mm-hmm. it's a different year than this year. So that's a solid four weeks, twenty-eight days. Mm-hmm. You're all set. Just get that five bucks from Brian for putting a thing up your butt and giving him the remote control. I mean, again, I should probably ask Brian this, but just to get a quote, get a yeah, price. Well, Brian's quote from not you. on microphone, so I'll I'll speak on I'll speak on his. Behalf. What if just before each show, I would allow Brian to put a clothespin on each of my nipples? What do you think that'd get us? How many Cokes? Describe it in amount of Cokes. I'm looking at Brian's hand signals. Do you, are you, do you know those little Cokes that they have at the grocery store in six packs? Oh, those are nice. They're only like 100 calories. Three little Cokes. Okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah, let's, uh, let's drop the paperwork. Per month. Do we need a notary here for this? Yeah. Mike Mitchell, are you a notary at all? <laughs> I'm more of a, a gizmo guy. I can help you guys more with... Uh, <laughs> The uh, hydraulic pants and the... Uh, <laughs> Got it. Our guest, by the way, Mike Mitchell, he's a birthday boy. He's one of the hosts of the Doughboys podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a charmer. And a gizmo guy. And a real know. gizmo guy. <laughs> he's a real gizmo guy. What would you say your favorite gizmo is, Mike? If you were to... Uh, you can have a top three if you want to. Favorite gizmo. So two questions, okay? Number mm-hmm. one, what's your favorite gizmo? Okay. Number two, what's your favorite gizmo up our butts? Okay. Yeah. Uh, answer number one. Yeah. Uh, Gizmo from Gremlins. Mm, yeah. Yeah. It's a good He's call. great. Yeah. Answer number two, Gizmo from Gremlins. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not supposed to feed him or get him wet. I'm wondering how being showered with poop affects his transformation. I'm not sure. I, I, I apologize. Anyone not, I mean... Specifically to new listeners, mm-hmm. but frankly to any listener. Sure. <laughs> I apologize that you've been forced by circumstance to listen to this program. Listen, I just want, I think, I think, I don't think we need to apologize. I think okay. our listeners should be thanking us because we're about to discuss a very important topic. What's mm-hmm. that? How does poop affect the gremlin's no. metamorphosis? I, I, I kinda... If he's up your butt, <laughs> we're not going to discuss that. And he takes that. a poop in the face. That's the last thing does he we're going to discuss. Uh, does he start bubbling? Uh, that is a yeah. good question. Does, what kind does of mogul? Mo- so, okay. So Gizmo is a mogwai. He's now, a mogwai. What is the second phase of gremlin metamorphosis called? It's the egg sac. I don't know if there's an exact. Uh, what would that be? What's a, what's a, what is it when a when a a pupae a, a, a pupus a, a, a larvae a, a larvae maybe is that what it is when a, the when they're in the cocoon whatever whatever yeah the, yeah it's a pupil a pupil phase it's, it's a pupil phase yeah and that that's the egg sac where they're metamorphosing mm-hmm. into. Uh, a, a gremlin creature. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so Gizmo is a Mogwai and a gremlin is a gremlin. And a gremlin is okay. a gremlin. It's it, right. It's very much like uh, the butterfly. The butterfly uh, and the uh, what's the caterpillar? Sure. It's the opposite where the the beautiful thing is the right the Mogwai. Okay. The butterfly and the caterpillar. That's about the guy who can only blink his eyelashes and he writes a book. <laughs> 
<laughs> Are you thinking of eat, pray, love? Okay, thank you. Okay, we have love. something that we got in the mail, and I've been meaning to distribute this for the longest time. I feel terrible. Does it have it, about what does it have to do with Gremlin lot. Metamorphosis? <laughs> uh, I just want it. I just. I'm just. Nothing? I'm just steering the monitor and the Mary sure. Mac away from the reef here. <laughs> sure. The date. December 24th, 2015. Okay. We're a little late on this. It's yeah, okay. A little late, but not that bad. I Wait, mean, Christmas Eve this was sent out? Apparently so. This is what this guy is up to, or gal is up to, uh, this lady, this young woman named Dave. Just taking a little guess. Jew. <laughs> <laughs> Probably a Jew. Um... Okay. <laughs> Dear Jordan, Jesse, and guest, mm-hmm. you're you're the guest, oh, wow. Mike. How'd she know? Uh, <laughs> by the time you bother yeah, with Jews this... are an intuitive people, Mike. <laughs> I don't know how much you know about them, but by the time you bother with this package, happy new year. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, how about this? Yeah. Happy uh, March something. Sure. I've been listening to this show since the summer. Mm-hmm. And I I've not a single momentous occasion for which to call. Wow, that is a tortured, dramatic, yeah. uh, uh, grammatical structure. Okay. So I'll do the next best thing and give you some random comic books that I pulled from the dollar bins at work. <laughs> I probably should have picked What did more... she work, the State Department? Yeah. Uh, I probably should have picked more <laughs> Fantagraphics and kitchen sink press stuff because we're cool dudes and sure. only read art, art comics. Yeah. Well, That's... I call them graphic novels. Right. I, sequential yeah. art. Yeah, sequential art's really good. Yeah. I, I really only read Mouse. I read that over and over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's, I like it because it's about the Holocaust. Sure, yeah. Uh, but it's definitely. Well, in the nature of representation, uh, which but, is one of my favorite themes. Sure. Second only to Gremlin Scat Metamorphosis. <laughs> <laughs> Semiotics and Scatiotics. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but it's definitely better than all those early 90s image comics. Enjoy. Disagree. Sincerely. I don't Dave know what these Brooklyn. are. Disagree. Yeah. How could this be better than Savage Dragon? And Prime. <laughs> I can name things from early 90s. Sure. I had those. Yeah. Wildcats. Wildcats by <laughs> Jim Lee. All right, right, what do we got? So this is these are comics from the dollar bin of a Brooklyn comic book store. Yeah, we're passing all these right. out. We're passing okay. these out. Okay. We got Hawkman number seven. Mm. Okay. I need number 12. Oh, okay. <laughs> then that one's for Mike then. It looks like Hawkman's fighting a different Hawkman who doesn't have wings. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. I mean, I can't. Oh. Yeah, he is fighting. A, uh, I don't know which one is the original Hawkman, unfortunately. Uh, this one is definitely called Dinosaurs a Celebration. So there's, <laughs> there's no doubt that that's for you, Jordan. Yeah, I'll take Dinosaurs a Celebration. Okay. Okay, great. Yeah, this is from Epic Comic Books. Uh, I'm kind of jealous. An imprint. Well, maybe we'll trade. Yeah. Maybe this will let's 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 go through the stack and then we'll do a little trade session. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Okay, this one is uh I'm going to take this one. It's a science fiction mix mystery called The Silent Invasion. Mhm. That looks fun. Yeah. That comes from our friends at Renegade Press. Mhm. Oh, this looks like a good one. Atari Force. Oh, yeah. Hey, I'm going to call dibs on that. Okay. Hopefully Shit. this is about Atari is, characters. Is that guy Atari Force? Uh, so there's some sort of goblin, some yeah. sort of goblin with a machine gun on this, and he has like a mm-hmm. RoboCop-style body armor. Tazlings, it says. And then he is yelling out in a, you know, that comic book when they have like a strange language. It's just kind of pictograms that you don't know. And then in English, attack, and then more 
comic book language. My question is, who are, who are the who are the young kids waiting outside the comic book shop for this one to come out? Do yeah. think they existed at all, or do uh, uh, you think there are fans of Atari Force anywhere? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, maybe there is some Atari Force collector yelling at the yelling at their iPod right now. Is Atari <laughs> Force's worst enemy Qbert? <laughs> I had. It's, do you want to know the ColecoVision Club? Do you want to know the extent to which I did not have, but desperately wanted a video game machine of my own when I was a child? You never had one. I got one when I was like twelve or thirteen. Okay. I bought myself uh, a Sega Genesis. Oh, that's great! It was great. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Thanks, Mike. That I bought with uh, my first communion money. I bought a Super Nintendo the day it came out. It was a big day. Wow. For me. What was what was packaged in that? It came with uh, Super Mario World. Mm-hmm. And I believe I also got either F Zero or Pilot Wings. I think I might have gotten both of them. Yeah, yeah. It was it that's was a pretty a, good bundle. It was a, it was a great bundle. Mm-hmm. It was it was a great great one, one of the greatest systems, the Super Nintendo. Although, I thought you were about to say it was one of the greatest bundles. It was <laughs> like, well, I mean, there's some other solid better bundles. than the there's Super that, Castlevania Super Metroid bundle. <laughs> there's that Duck Hunt bundle sure. for the Nintendo Entertainment System. That you get the gun; bundle. it comes with the gun. That's probably a better bundle than the Super Mario World. And, but though, I, I think, mean, don't tell Jordan about great bundles. Jordan had the Nintendo robot. Yeah, I had Rob the Video Robot. That's that is a, it's a collector's item now. You could probably trade uh, Atari Force. For <laughs> Ooh, how many Atari Forces can I get for one? <laughs> rob the video robot <laughs> anyway when i was actually a literally a child like when i was like uh, seven mm-hmm. eight i wanted a nintendo because my friend jody had a nintendo of course mm-hmm. uh jody but i didn't Fucking ha- jody right <laughs> and his dad had an amiga oh God. i bet joey got to watch r-rated movies too yeah well at the very least he got to play loom mm. <laughs> so anyway uh, I didn't. I didn't have one, but my dad was dating this lady who had a uh, uh, son who was older than me. Mm-hmm. I got his comic books and baseball cards. That was pretty sweet. That's great. Um, but you just got them. Yeah, I just got them. <laughs> it was like a trade. Uh... Uh, his Star Wars toys. I only had secondhand toys as a kid at my dad's house. Anyway, uh, so I had like some Star Wars toys. And this is at a time when no child cared about Star Wars at all. To, let's be clear. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Like we're talking about 1988 or something. Okay. Yeah. It's it's time had just kind of. Uh... Yeah, it had gone. It had come and gone. Gotcha. Uh, and uh, the other thing I got was Cubert, the board game. Mm. Wow. Finally, all sure. the hot video action of Cubert. <laughs> The board, the tile jumping <laughs> space alien. The boring version of the video game. You got the <laughs> the boring version of the already pretty boring video game. <laughs> uh, so Atari Force does not seem to have anything to do with Atari the video games. Nothing. Mm. I don't think so. I, what does the word Atari even mean? Because it's something you can copyright. I don't know. Anyway, uh, very interesting. Uh, there's an ad for GoBots on the back of this. You remember GoBots, oh, nice. the Transformers knockoff? Yeah. I, f- I fuck with GoBots. Sure, yeah. That was my shit. You preferred them to Transformers? Mm, well, I also got – I had a couple Transformers and a couple of He-Mans, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and I, they all came from this used toy store in Oakland <laughs> that I was allowed to go to if I went with my dad to his best friend's house who lived in Oakland. Like, we were sometimes allowed to stop at the the secondhand toy store, and I could pick something out of, like, a bin of broken toys. <laughs> <laughs> but you know that that was so much more magical back then, right? It had to have been, right? 
Secondhand toy bins? Yeah, right. Wasn't it kind of a... a, a, a I mean, big... yeah. I mean, what does a secondhand toy store have these days? Just a bunch of Minecrafts and mm-hmm. I don't, iPhones well, and... I'll tell you this. A <laughs> bunch I, of discarded Snapchat snaps. I came, I came home from work and uh, my son was just uh, looking at my wife's phone and my wife looks up and she goes... And she sort of shrugs and she goes, Korean Octonauts, but he's not getting them. <laughs> what does that mean? He's just looking at Korean Octonaut toys. Oh, okay. I don't even know what they were. I don't son... know how they ended up looking at Korean Octonauts. Has your son mastered eBay? It sounds like it. It sounds like he's... Apparently. Hmm. Okay. I love that. Now you can get any sort of toy from any part of the world. Yeah. I, 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 miss, I miss the toy store because when we were kids, that was... I, we used to go to Child World with my with my parents. And <laughs> Child was, World. Child World was such a great experience for me in Quincy you'd, Center. You'd pick out a little brother or sister, <laughs> <laughs> and you you would just run up and down the aisle. There were bikes, and you take the bikes out. And I feel like a lot of those toy stores. I know that there's still Toys R Us, of course. Yeah, but uh, but a lot of those kind of uh, local toy stores are gone. Yeah. I think it's the first time. Place. I think the first time I went to a toy store in my entire life was when I was like 12 and it was uh, 13 maybe. might even have been 14. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was Christmas Eve. Uh, it was like 9 o'clock or 9.30. And uh, my dad just goes, oh, shit, I got to go to Toys R Us. You want to come? <laughs> <laughs> to buy your Christmas presents for you? <laughs> just to buy my, like, my little brother's Christmas yeah. presents or whatever. Yeah. Oh, shit, I got to go to Toys R Us. You want to come? <laughs> Christmas what, uh... fucking Eve. <laughs> the magic, the magic of Christmas Eve. Okay, Fist of the North Star. Who wants Fist of the North Star? Oh, you know that's a that's an anime thing. If I if I recognize the name correctly, oh, then I don't. It's for Mike. Yeah, All right, I'm gonna try to get the dinosaur one for this one. The story no, I'm is not, by... I'm, no, I'm not. Uh, You're not giving. No, nah, I don't fuck with that. Anime's boring. <laughs> Boron son. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Simpsons, Ooh. Bart Simpson, straight shooter. I know you. You're a. I former, used to work there. Do you mind? Yeah, you, that one's for you, Mike. You used to be a writer's assistant okay. there, if I remember correctly. I, I was. Is that yes, what it was? I, I was an assistant to the writers. The shittier version of the writer's assistant which, uh, <laughs> dealt more with uh, with the food and 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 uh, I probably I I mean not, not probably I definitely could have become the writer's assistant there, but. Right around when that opportunity kind of was close to opening up, I, I was on my way out. So uh, you were like, "Fuck this! I have my own show business. I got yeah. podcast ideas." Yeah, yeah. No, I, I love those guys. And, and as a you know, as a as a Quincy resident, mm-hmm. Quincy, Massachusetts, Quincy, do Massachusetts. you have any resentment toward Harvard people, which I know makes up a large part of the Simpsons writing staff? And I know you don't want to speak ill of former coworkers, but is there is there a hmm. latent kind of competition with? Harvard types. Quincy is definitely more blue collar. It's it's like to the south of Boston, where Cambridge is to the north. So mm-hmm. it is kind of like we kind of we're, we're the Boston buffers. Um, but uh, I feel like Boston as a whole, like the locals, they don't like the college kids as much. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I think the college kids come in and or the and, blacks, uh, from what I understand. Oh my <laughs> dear God. <laughs> Not me. I'm not a part of that. Don't get me started on those college blacks. <laughs> oh boy! There's when that day when Barry Obama came to town. I know. Um, that can You know what? Though I, I always Jordan hears me talk about this all the time. I, I stick up for Boston a lot too because, of course, 
Uh, it was a, it's a very progressive city in a lot of ways, and then there is it has its dark moments. But at any time someone is like, "Ah, oh, what a racist city!" I'm like, "Yeah, but you know, it's a billion times better than like everywhere in the South." Yeah. <laughs> it's so much. There's so much shit. I mean, we, we, there was a, a bad stretch in the '80s, but uh, but there a lot of lot of good stuff happened there. But you're right, there are some problems with that. There's some problems that they don't like the college kids too much. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Harvard guys, especially like Harvard Lampoon writer guys. Back in the day, were such such nerds and kind of like such like a like no, zero confidence. This is how I this is how I kind of let myself loose and, and express mm-hmm. myself. Uh, and 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 so many of the guys who were at the Simpsons were like that. They probably don't like that I'm being like they were all huge nerds, but they, <laughs> but, but they they kind of they kind of were. They well, could, I mean, they went. To Harvard mm-hmm. and then worked at the Simpsons. Yeah, yeah. I think it would be a hard, you know, and <laughs> who, probably who else worked? Who else worked at the Simpsons with you? It was Joe Namath, right? <laughs> <laughs> there was. I feel like uh, that like there's there's two school. I feel like now some of the younger guys that come out of there, they kind of come out more as stars they come out they got twitter handles they're kind of they get a little bit more fame out of it sure and then there's the kind of the old school harvard guys who are like ah, fuck that i didn't have you know what i mean i didn't get as much of that and everybody i worked with there even like some of the the younger harvard guys matt werburton is like one of the nicest guys i've ever met so they're they're they were all they were all pretty great i give them all a pluses so fuck them all right (laughs) yeah but on top of it all fuck Fuck yeah fuck those college boys and their ivory spoon towers (laughs) pinheads yeah Okay, I'm giving uh, I'm giving you this me- this uh, comic book, Jordan, called Hate. Oh, okay. So this is a this one's pretty artistic. Yeah, this is a Peter Badge or Bagay. It says Hoser on the back. Yeah, it does say Hoser on the back. That guy's a beloved uh, something, right? Yeah, he's like an he's irreverent one of these guys. I think he would guy. if you would be in an anthology with a Dan Klaus. Sure, Homer on this. Speaking, by the way. Ooh. Of things that would be in an anthology with Dan Clouds, I've got something for you here. All right, great. Let me see it. Sectars, Warriors of Symbion, <laughs> sure. Spydrax versus Dargon. Ah, uh, short of Dargon. That's when you might get that. I uh, I got a, I made the mistake of getting excited for two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Sectars. Oh wow, look at this. Uh, a spider and. Mm, what looks like a dinosaur spider. Do you think Dargon ever fights Dragno? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Spydrax is the guy, but he's also... This is confusing because it's Dargon is also riding what looks like a spider, and he's fighting a man who's also Who's the good guy? Hmm. Dragon from the Rough Riders <laughs> or Spydrax, <laughs> the, the popular Oreo cookie alternative. And does this mean that this is the in the top right corner, there's like – is that – is that who's the co- the comic belongs to? Is this man up here in the right hand corner? This man who looks like uh oh he looks like a, a fanged chimpanzee mm-hmm. wearing some kind of uh, a space spider helmet. Yeah, what is what 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 is the deal with that? Is is does that mean that Jordan, you may know this? I think that's Stan I Lee. Is that Stan Lee? <laughs> yeah, what's he saying? Excelsior? Yeah. Uh, I think yeah. So there's this character's face. So both of these characters look evil. Mm-hmm. But the I guess the one who is in the Marvel logo is probably the focus of the comic. That's eh, funny. I don't know. I feel like that blonde white one is probably the hero. Oh, okay. Maybe I'm not seeing. Yeah, probably blonde white guy. You're right. Dargon. He's fighting Spydrax Spy there. Spydrax, sure. 
Did you guys like Stanley's appearance in Deadpool? <laughs> I mean, uh, I, I I have not seen Deadpool, but okay. I like everything Stanley does. Yeah, I mean cameos included. I won't ruin it then. You got to see it. Okay, you got to see his great cameo in Deadpool, mm-hmm. where I, you won't feel bad that they pulled this ninety-year-old man out to do this one little doing, cameo. Is he just doing push-ups? It's 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 actually kind of crazy. It's, mm-hmm. You know, and you want to spoil the cameo? Let's okay. spoil the cameo. Spoilers for Deadpool. Yeah. He's the DJ at a strip club. Oh, well, and that like, certainly goes with Deadpool's R-rated too. Yes, 100%. You know, I've heard that this Deadpool is an irreverent takedown <laughs> and <laughs> a loving homage <laughs> to it's the both. superhero <laughs> blockbuster genre. For those in the know, yeah. he has quite a few quips. Really? So this... Is he a hero or a quipster? Well, here's so. you know you know what's crazy about mm-hmm. the the screening I was at. Mm-hmm. Do you know how like way back in the day there was that the, they had that film where the, the there was a train and people ran out of yeah sure the theater sure. with Deadpool he broke the fourth wall and people reacted the same in the theater <laughs> people, people thought it was a giant man <laughs> hey, ah, we haven't seen Wayne's World <laughs> who was making a joke at them. He, they ah. all ran out of the theater. They didn't understand that it was a screen. Oh man, it was it was it was terrifying. They had never been they had never been direct addressed before by a movie character. <laughs> they had never seen Wayne's World, like you said. At was. some point, these movies have to dial back the irreverence because they are doing irrevocable harm to the social order. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure, I mean, these... what's a movie and what's real life? Exactly, and what's what's what. Superpower guys, are we supposed to take seriously? Sure. And what superpower guys are we supposed to take down a peg? That's kind of yeah. uh, that's my main issue with Deadpool. And who are the girls and who are the boys? You can't tell. They both have long hair. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what's next? Cyclops talking to the camera? I mean, guys, can you imagine for a second? Yeah. Cyclops talking to the camera. Cyclops talking to the camera. You might as well. You, you might as well tell me that uh, B- Bob Dylan recorded a Christmas album. <laughs> yeah. And the lead signal was, single was uh, uh, f- a funny Christmas novelty song. <laughs> Did he do that? Yeah, he did do that. Oh, cool. I remember I, my dad was a huge... <laughs> Bob Dylan's weird. <laughs> my dad's a huge Dylan fan, and I had that uh, YouTube video of his... Chris, one of his the videos he made for his Christmas album. And my dad was sick at the time. I remember this. I was like, Dad, you got to check this out. And I showed him this Bob Dylan video. And he was like, uh, man, I don't want to watch that. <laughs> like, completely did not like it. And I was like, yeah, yeah, you're right not to be interested in it. Bob Dylan just was like an insane human being walking around a house or something. I forget what the video was. Sure. Jordan, great news. What? Uh, I don't know if you already had this, but this is issue number one. Of Cadillacs and dinosaurs. Oh hell yeah! Give it, give it. Now hold on, he's yum, yum. getting all the Dino comics. Yeah, well, Jordan loves dinos. You didn't know that. <laughs> I love dinos. Yeah, Jordan I, I, has permanent dino dibs on Jordan Jesse Go. Oh, That's man. just the rules. Per- permanent dino dibs. Yeah, you signed the waiver. You notarized <laughs> it for God's sake. It's a gray area when it comes to prehistoric mammals like a woolly mammoth or a. <laughs> A Smilodon. Yeah. Can I call dibs on that? Giant sloth. Well, that's uh, the, we'll, we'll decide that by our leg wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> it's also in the contract. I think, can we make, can we amend that contract and do a, uh, like a, 
a tar plunge off at the La Brea tar pits. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. You know, they got that plunger in the tar so you can feel what it would be like to be stuck in the tar. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, you can pump that plunger. We can see who can pump the plunger the most. Jesus. A lot of people think it's dinosaurs at the La Brea tar pits. It's not. It's prehistoric mammals mm-hmm. pr- primarily. Wow. You know Large what? Pre- prehistoric mammals, mammals, cave bears and whatnot. That, uh, that La Brea tar pit is uh, giving Disneyland a run for its money. I they both have similar levels of wonder. I mean, Disneyland has those rides. It has the costume characters. It has the themed restaurants and social spaces. Uh, it has the, of course, the parades. Has the fireworks shows. Can I quickly uh, interject? Yeah. Uh, Labrador Tarpits has that plunger you mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't forget the orange carpet from the seventies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, uh, it also has a, a lake with some school children eating bag lunches. <laughs> okay, great news. You're getting yourself a spin-off tick comic, Mike. Uh, this I'm into. A cow? <laughs> yeah, man, man eating, eating cow. cow. What on earth? And Tick is just in this? He's on the cover. I think he's more identifiable than Man-Eating Cow. Well, you know, from that Patrick Warburton television series. <laughs> that was a fun show. I'm not making fun of it. Coming back. Coming back on Netflix. It is, right? Yeah. It is coming I think back. So. Wait, like they're making more of them? I think so. I think they're just going to put Patrick Warburton in that same suit and just make more of them. That sounds like a good idea to me, honestly. I think it's a great idea. I, yeah, I'm not against that. I mean, honestly, if you told me... That they were making Death of a Salesman mm-hmm. for Netflix with mm-hmm. Patrick Warburton. I'd be like, yeah, let's see what Putty can do. Stick him in there. <laughs> That's my man. That is my man. I wonder – see, I've, I've, I've also talked to Jordan about this off, off air. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we're pulling back the curtain this week. We're, we're, yeah, I want, I want people to know this convo. I, I kind of get annoyed that, you know, they made Fuller House – yeah, and, sure. and everyone is like, oh, my God, I can't wait to see Fuller House. Fuller House, oh, my God, this is going to be crazy and stupid and dumb. And then it comes out and people are like, why did they make this? And I'm like, because you wanted them to make it. <laughs> yeah. You wanted Fuller House. You know that shit exists. you were saying earlier? That's why. <laughs> because Netflix doesn't care what you watch. They just want you to pay your nine bucks and talk about it on the internet beforehand. And you were doing that. And you were di- you That's did why. Exactly what they wanted. And you probably watched most of it. Like it's, they're like, ugh, it's so bad. I'm like, yeah. So, so was, full house. Full house. Full house is terrible. Too. Yeah. I, like I, I, watching it, I watched the first episode and I was like, this is arguably better than the original Full House. What is everyone's <laughs> issue? I don't understand why everyone is so mad about this. Does- Mike, can you walk us through the first episode of Fuller House? I am curious. I don't know if I okay. if I have the wherewithal to actually put it on, but I would like to hear you talk about it. So it opens up on the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And, I love it already. And then for real, Danny Tanner, a.k.a. Bob Saget, rises up from being crouched down behind the counter mm-hmm. to start it off and, like, says something kind of, like, uh, self-aware-y or something like that. And then – Like, uh, I'm back, baby? Or Yeah, he, he, he says something, like, that's kind of, like, in the vein of that, but, it like, also has to do with him cleaning or something like that. I forget exactly. Mm-hmm. And then, I just like to see him sort of stand up from behind the thing uh, – and uh, the audience is realizing it and he just goes, the pussy was incredible. 
And so, then just a kitty cat walks oh, fast. Yeah. And you're like, oh, full house, you're back. They, they have, and then a nude woman stands up and she says, thanks for the oral sex, Bob Saget. I hope that cat wasn't too much of a distraction. <laughs> they they kind of they don't, I mean they don't get, get that blue but yeah. they 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 go into that territory and then every every character is uh is introduced and there's a uh, you know an applause break for each one of them. Mm-hmm. Um Kimmy Gibbler comes over there's going to be a party DJ's husband has died about a year ago. Hilarious. So just like Bob Saget's wife died in the original her her um her husband has died. So, so this is, mm-hmm. you know, maybe taking a cue from the Force Awakens. So, this is maybe this is to Force Awakens. Yes, what Force Awakens was to the original Star Wars, this is to Full House Prime. Is yes. what I call the original Full House. Definitely. I call it Full House Prime. But I will say that Fuller House is much better than Force Awakens. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. Which has better oral sex jokes? <laughs> <laughs> I guess probably Force Awakens. Has yeah, it too. Um, DJ. <laughs> I loved it when uh, the Supreme Leader said, "Snoke my dick." <laughs> <laughs> Suck Snoke's, my Snoke. Snoke's one of the Star Wars guys. Yeah, I bet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, you gotta you gotta get catched up on caught up. Oh on yeah, the, talking about Supreme that, Leader Snoke. Is that is that that is that the shiny lady? Uh, though you're thinking of Captain Phasma. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's the Supreme Leader Snoke. He's Jeez. big. He's big. You know, that's the lady from uh, Game of Thrones. I know. And you'd think she'd do something in the movie. No. But she does not do anything. Well, she's <laughs> the plot device that allows the entire thing to happen for no particular reason. <laughs> there, yeah, the, yes, yes. But that's pretty much it, yeah. Um, she has got that. She's got that shiny head. Mm-hmm. And then they throw her in a dumpster and you don't get to see it, the fun part of it. Yeah. Uh, I will say that. Full House, you get everybody's, you get everybody's little line. Mm-hmm. They say, "Cut it out and have mercy." You get all of them. I should hope so. Who um, says have mercy on Full House? That's uh, Uncle Jesse says that. Have so. mercy. And uh, there, so Danny Tanner and Je- Uncle Jesse's wife, Rebecca, I believe, they're mm-hmm. moving down to Cal- uh, L.A. Yeah, Rebecca Romaine Stamos. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, no, no, no. Wait, that's his. That's, that's his, his real wife. Real life ex-wife. I don't know the status of Stamos and. Romaine Stamos. I, I mean, ex-wife. 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 Okay. They're definitely both still fucking. Oh yeah. Okay. I hope okay. so. They are. You know they are. You were at my house yesterday. So they're go- they're going down to Los Angeles or San Diego to start a news like a, a a national news show. Okay. Joey the comedian is going to start a residency in Vegas. Mm. And Uncle Jesse is going to oh. He's moving down to Los Angeles to work on General Hospital or something as the music supervisor. <laughs> this, okay. This is all true. Sure. And then um, they're all going to move out. They're going to sell the house. Mm-hmm. And then Danny Tanner, This, by the way, this is as boring as watching the real show. I apologize <laughs> to everyone. And gonna, I mean, hopefully there's a lot of like real estate talk. And he, He's like, I'm gonna, they're going to sell the house. It's worth a lot more. They actually address, they break the fourth wall Deadpool style. Mm-hmm. And they, because uh, they, they're talking about uh, Michelle, who is the Olsen twin. Mm-hmm. And they say, she couldn't be here. She's in New York working on our fashion line. Then they all look into the camera and like fold their arms and look into the camera for a good as 20 if, seconds. As if that is a burn. It, the, the, Wait, that's the burn that I heard about so much? The sick that's burn? The, that's, that's the sick burn. Everyone was on everyone on the internet saying, "Oh, they just threw some serious shade at the Olsen twins." That'd be funny just, if, like, they, they were like crossed their arms and looked into the camera. Michelle can't be here because she's dangerously thin now. Like that's a sick burn because she's a skeleton wrapped in scarves. 
she's in cocaine rehab. Yeah. Do you remember how, uh, like, a, the, a newspaper would say, uh, I don't know, let's see, some famous headlines. Do we... Uh, <laughs> do we defeat Truman? Do, do we defeat Truman? Yeah. Now it's... Uh, Olsen twins get thrown shade sure. is what we read every morning. It's no one who cares about this at all. But yeah. like I said, I read in a newspaper, the New York Times, maybe you've mm-hmm. heard of it. Never. Yeah. Well, that's what I like to read in my free time. Uh, <laughs> they gave it to me at Harvard mm-hmm. oh, when wow. I visited during my four years at UC Santa Cruz. <laughs> and, um, I, uh, I read an article about the guy who created Full House, mm-hmm. mm. uh, profile of him. And his uh, weird super mansion. Yes. Um, And he was upset that it's hard for him to get a show made these days. And he was was very frustrated about it, Mm -hmm. which I can understand. I mean, for any creative person – that's that's one way of looking at it. You know, any creative Mm -hmm. person, I I can understand how that would be. On the other hand, uh, you have all the money – uh, for making something terrible that no one wants anymore. <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> it was even terrible in its time. Mm-hmm. And thankfully, for the most part, outside of weird nostalgia exercises, the culture has moved past yeah. making that kind of television show. Yes, I 100% agree with that. I feel like I was eight years old and I thought it was terrible. You no, it, it was it was very clearly terrible. That's why I don't understand why people get all upset when they wanted this to come back. It was never, it was never great. It was never a great thing. It's wholesome, I guess. Like if I had kids, even though I'm like you, I'm like, oh, I, I knew it wasn't good. I, could- I preferred hanging with Mr. Cooper. <laughs> Mr. Cooper, yeah, it wasn't bad. I, 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 it probably I, was bad. Yeah, yeah. But no. Mark Cooper, Mark, Mark Curry's fun. He's a fun guy. I, I feel like all those shows they had they had their time and place. They were worth it. Sure. In the in the early nineties, yeah, in a world where we had no other choice, yeah, <laughs> and we're stupid, yeah, because we were small children. That and, was their time and place. And then to think of how like to go back to the Simpsons, how tame. The Simpsons is like today. You know what I mean? Like a, sure. back then where it was like, you can't watch that. And it's like that show is is like about Bart like gets sad when he does something wrong. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. He has remorse. <laughs> yeah. It's, 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 it's crazy. It's Yeah. No, it is. But I guess I guess if you are judging it up against Full House, like if you are a parent and you're looking at the two things your kid is watching, your nine-year-old or whatever, The Simpsons and Full House, The Simpsons probably was really shocking back in the day. I think so, yeah. I feel like I was watching a lot of In Living Color at the time, (laughs) uh, which looking back on it, I'm not sure whether it was funny or whether it was horrible. I think probably there was probably... When I say looking back on it, I mean in my memory. Sure. Like all the sketches I remember are either Jim Carrey yelling, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. I loved at the time. Absolutely, I think maybe even still great. Possibly, I, mm. I would have to watch a Fire Marshal Bill. Yeah, which is also, by the way, a weird sketch where he makes fun of like a man who has been burned. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> and that was my that was my fucking jam. Oh yeah, I remember going to school and doing Fire Marshal Bill impressions. Oh sure, let me show you something. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was a uh, yeah. Uh, I bet you if you watched an episode of In Living Color now, yeah. it would be mostly bad, but you would laugh twice. And But one of the laughs would be at how Arrested Development just had an old guy in the group named Baba OJ. <laughs> sure, yeah. He just danced around <laughs> while they were performing. Like, what's his old guy doing? Doing Mr. Wendell. Okay, what the... Uh, this is the Marvel mag of mirth and mayhem. Oh, I want that one. 
Yes. Well, these I've are got... the these are the these are the joke issues that Marvel, I think, still to this day puts out. They do it once a year, and they uh, they give all their characters a nice ribbing. Really? On the cover of this, uh, we have uh, Wolverine. So this is from the year approved by the Comics Code. This is from 1988. We have Wolverine using his claws to roast marshmallows. Oh, that's yeah. great. Hold on. Come on. Yeah, that's... I know. Oh, Wait a pu- minute. I have to go back to this. Am I supposed to be – is it, that supposed to be something I'm supposed to hold with reverence mm-hmm. or irreverence? <laughs> well, this is the Marvel What the episode, so all uh, all bets are off. Okay. I'm hoping the, la- the last comic is a Baba OJ comic. <laughs> <laughs> the wisdom of Baba OJ. <laughs> By speech from Arrested Development. <laughs> uh, to, let, me, let me keep describing this irreverent cover. You guys might bust a gut laughing. Okay. I, I would love to. We got the uh, Punisher behind him. I might. Well, bu- I mean, you guys know the Punisher, I right? Might this bust is... a nut. <laughs> sure. You, either. I. I. You know what? If you. If, you should come if you feel like it. Okay. Don't feel yeah. like you have to hold back on my account. I really. I've hope... already finished. <laughs> okay. So you great. go ahead. I hope this results in you coming in your pants. <laughs> <laughs> Behind Wolverine's toasting a marshmallow, uh, we got the Punisher. Mm-hmm. What do you think this guy's doing? I mean, this is the this is the the, the demon of the now, New York guy, City streets. Of course, the Punisher. I don't know if you know this, Mike, but uh, the Punisher. He's like a real. He's a real bad ass. Okay, this I've guy heard. loves guns, girls, and gore, and he's not afraid. Who knows it? His his shirt is literally a skull. That's how tough this guy is. Anyway, I just wanted to give you some context for Jordan to tell you tell us what he's up to. Guys, he's sewing. What? I know. What? What the? What? The Marvel, what? the Marvel Mag of Mirth. Wait a minute. Strikes Hold on. Again. Show me that because I think I that that's probably one of the Little Women. No, it's the Punisher. From the is, book Little is Women. Frank Castle himself. Yeah, I think he says, uh, explains how to get the skulls in the shirts, right? You can't just buy those shirts. Yeah, right. Every superhero has to make their costume in every movie at some point. Yeah, right. Yeah, no one just assembles it via something in a store. <laughs> now, look at, now, hold on. Take a look at this guy mm-hmm. uh, from the Fantastic Four. It's Firehead, mm-hmm. and he's reading the comic book that we're looking at. Before I laugh at it, is that the Black Human Torch or the White Human Torch? Mm. He's orange. I mean, he's on fire. I okay, good. Okay, I, so I can laugh at it. Okay. <laughs> well, Mike, you didn't get the what the comic that Jordan wanted so badly, but you really got the prize of the bunch here. Oh, wow. It's uh, He Said, She Said Comics presents the Tanya Harding story. Yes. Whoa. Yeah. Cha-ching. Wow, this looks like a, a crack magazine produced comic. Yeah, and let's be specific here. We're yeah. talking about we're not Jeez. talking about cracked magazine. We're talking about crack <laughs> magazine. The magazine for people who smoke crack. It's like it's from the publishers of Cat Fancier. It's all part of the larger uh something publishing arm. I was trying to think of a magazine publisher and couldn't. Yeah, sure. Well, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Mike Mitchell, the gizmo guy. Yes. 
<laughs> it's known the world over. You've seen him on the Rachel Ray show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You've heard him on his syndicated radio sure. program. KTLA, News at 4. The gizmo guy. Yeah. I got my little corner. I show off new gizmos. <laughs> Formerly Mike Mitchell, the greengrocer. <laughs> <laughs> Did your new television news as a kid have a greengrocer? Green. Oh, yeah, sure. Like a guy who would. Comes on and says what fruit is in season. <laughs> yes. I swear to God. That's on local television news. Mm-hmm. God. It's the greengrocer. A lot has changed. I, I, I miss just uh, local news uh, movie guys because I feel like you don't get a. Yeah. You, obviously, still in the newspaper, but sure. uh, you don't get as many reviews on the local news. Yeah. I, want a, I want a perspective on the local movies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Out here, I guess everything is local, but... Uh, Hey, sponsors on this week's Jordan, Jesse, go Jordan. Let's hear about them. Well, first of all, there's our friends at Squarespace. (laughs) They're doing jingle. They did not write that. I I asked for sheet music. They did not provide sheet music. Okay, but you you have perfect pitch. I do. Uh, Me and Chevy Chase, my friend. Hey, if you've got a passion that you obsess over, if it keeps you up at night, if you live for it, you should show it off. Yeah, Squarespace is super easy to use. They have templates. They've got tools. It's what they call WYSIWYG, Jordan. Hmm. What you see is what you get. (laughs) Anyway, uh, it helps showcase every detail of what drives you. If it's worth the effort, it is worth showing to the world. That's what I always say, Jordan. If you want to build a website, Squarespace is the thing to use. And if you want a free trial... You visit squarespace.com slash JJGo. You should Squarespace. Good work, Jordan. I Thank like that. You. I like that. You you know what? You should build a Squarespace website. My recommendation to Please, you. Because I've been looking to build a website. I was thinking maybe it would be like a personal website where I would, you know, just like tell a little bit about myself, maybe have some links to some writing. Uh, mm. th- I got a better idea. Okay. Go to squarespace.com slash JJGo. Mm-hmm. And then... Built, use their templates. Don't worry. They're responsive. Okay. They'll be readable on phones as well as on desktops. I should hope so. And laptops mm-hmm. and tablets. Perfect. Hell, they're probably, they're probably readable on the World Wide Web readers of the futures. <laughs> Motor vehicles and whatnot. Sure. Okay. Take, that square, take those Squarespace tools. I will. Build yourself a nice uh, website, and I'm going to give you the title. Okay. Jordan Morris. Golden-voiced pitch man. <laughs> oh, cool. And then I could just put up some samples. Yeah, I mean, all I then, would do... Uh, and then all the all the world's finest brands can hire me. They probably got real audio on there. Just record a real audio sure. of you going, Squarespace. <laughs> okay. And you're all so set. Just, can I just do a test now and we yeah. can just cut it out? Yeah. Squarespace. <laughs> yeah. That that, okay, really great. Yeah, good. gold. That's just print, that's print hey, that while, you, while you're at it, could you also make me uh, the Mike Mitchell, the Gizmo Guy website? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Mike, it seems like you should probably go to squarespace.com slash JJGo and make that website for yourself. You know what I say? I say just go to squarespace.com slash JJGo and just change a few things around on the, your greengrocer website. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> you got that great greengrocer website. That's right. Yeah, I can just update that. Okay. We also have another sponsor, HelloFresh. It's a meal kit delivery service dedicated to making cooking fun Easy and convenient. They actually sent you a meal in the mail. Yeah. uh, Each week, HelloFresh creates new delicious recipes with step-by-step instructions designed to take around 30 minutes for everyone from novices to seasoned home cooks short on time. 
How would and you Jesse, characterize your level of experience? Jordan? I think I am somewhere between novice and seasoned home cook short on time. I am definitely short on time. I mean, I know that in college you had that fry daddy. Sure, I did have the fry daddy, and it does not look like any of the uh, any of the HelloFresh meals require the fry daddy. <laughs> but the fry daddy is presumably is an option. Sure. I mean, well, I if mean, you want to – I listen. haven't looked at these. Again, they sent it to you, not to me, but I got to sure. figure the directions have – just like when you get a meal, a frozen meal, it has directions for conventional oven. Mm-hmm. And directions for microwave oven. This probably has directions for a skillet. Sure. And then directions for, for the fry, fry daddy, daddy. For the fry, fry daddy, daddy brand uh, fryer. Electric deep fryer. Uh, so, yeah, they sent me this box in the mail, and it is, uh, it's filled with a lot of really beautiful food. A lot of nice, uh, nice fresh-looking meats, veggies, sauces, all the good stuff I need to, uh, to make this meal. And I am very excited to do it because... Uh, with my busy go-go lifestyle, yeah. uh, tough to uh, make... We should explain, Mike. Jordan is a go-go dancer. Yeah. Well, and also I'm a spokesman for GoBots, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mentioned earlier. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, sometimes tough to get to the store and sometimes uh, tough to keep uh, fresh produce around the house because you don't know when you're going to be home to eat it. Right. Uh, so this HelloFresh box with all this good stuff in it uh, looks like it's going to be awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited about this. Uh, I'm excited about these guys. I'm excited about these deliveries that come in an insulated box. Mm-hmm. And you know you can use the insulated box for other stuff. Let's say you need to deliver a kidney. Oh, perfect! You know what I used my insulated box for? What's that? Well, I emptied it out, put all that nice food in the fridge. Yeah, and then I used it to watch my cat get into. <laughs> oh, great! <laughs> she got in it. So really, you're looking at a pre-prepared meal plus a cat opportunity. Sure, cats love it. I would probably take the ice out because yep. I don't know if there's maybe like a chemical in it. We're, you know, worst case. Scenario: Cat's feet get a little cold. Yeah, plus your cat's already pretty cool. Sure, yeah. Wouldn't want her to get any cooler. Uh, but yeah, great food in it. Nice box for the cat. If you want $35 off your first week of deliveries, you can visit HelloFresh.com, enter promo code JJGO, you get 35 bucks off. Hey, and guess what else, Jordan? What else? Speaking of things that support Jordan Jesse Go mm-hmm. and its production. Yep. The Max Fun Drive is coming up. Oh, my gosh. March 14th, it begins. And we're doing a live Jordan Jesse Go to cap off the Max Fun Drive. Sounds like I got a lot of good stuff in the pipe. We got our best shows coming up for the Max Fun Drive. Yeah. If you're a listener but you have not been a listener for that long, you might not even realize that Jordan Jesse Go is a listener-supported program. But mm-hmm. that really uh, is where is where the vast majority of the financial support for Jordan Jesse Go, the money that we pay Brian to laugh at our jokes. Sure. That is not cheap. Yeah. That is not cheap. I mean, now we are getting a break because of the erotic stimulation he wants to provide us. But even with those discounts... It's still a not insignificant expense. Do you think that mood LED bulbs are free, no, Mike Mitchell? No, 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 no sir. No, no, you got to no, go to no, Chinatown no. to buy those, my friend. <laughs> you got to get you got to get in there in that store that store that sells those things that go pop when you throw them on the ground. <laughs> I'm ready oh, for a new mood too. I want I want to change it up. To Brian, a new can we mood. switch the mood in here? What do we? Oh, Brian's purple. Going purple, purple. Yeah, it looks like sounds feel, like uh, yeah, Prince is doing a princey. few surprise yeah. shows. Yeah. College dorm roomy. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. our, uh, uh, our live Max Fun Drive show is going to be the 25th of March. The 25th of March, 7 p.m. Pacific. We're going to have all kinds of special guests from the Max Funiverse. Uh, and, uh... Max Funiverse Prime. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, were we taking it to the next level? I don't want to. 
Is this? I think we a... should keep the walls between realities up. Personally, <laughs> is this a crossover event that's going to retcon all the uh, discontinuities out of the Max Fun universe? No, I think I personally like the discontinuity. So I think we should uh, we should keep the barriers up between us and uh, the other Max Fun realm. So do you think that the Max Fun that the Max Fun Drive this year could be called Max Fun Drive? No problem with infinite Earths. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Status quo on infinite Earths. <laughs> um, anyway, the Max Fund Drive state starts March 14th, runs through March 25th. That's when we uh, once a year ask you to support uh, Jordan Jesse Go and all the other shows at MaximumFun.org. Um, and uh, we hope that you will do that, and we hope you'll spread the word with the hashtag MaxFundrive. Oh, speaking of speaking of which, sure. During the Max Fun Drive this year, we are actually going to have uh, one of our legendary Max Fun Meetup days. Hey, excellent! Yeah, go to uh, MaximumFun.org. You will find more information there. We are scheduling meetups all around the country, and when I say all around the country, I mean totally all around the country. Uh, if you want to host one, just email Stacy S T A C E Y at maximumfund.org. Tell her where you live and where you would like to host it. We got L A, Akron, Ohio, Houston, Texas, Halifax, Nova Scotia. Wow. New York is on the way, but you can do it anywhere. Come on, Quincy. Yeah, get in there, Quincy. On, Don't let Quincy. those Harvard boys show you up. Yeah, yeah. Don't let a, a Harvard cast happen or something. And hey. You know what? Fly in the face of the stereotypes that Mike Mitchell is working so hard to eradicate. Invite some blacks. <laughs> yeah. Invite all the blacks. You know who I would recommend? Hmm. Boston-based comedian Lamont Price. That would be terrific. That's that guy's great, hilarious. That's a great invitation. That right guy's off the bat. hilarious. Yeah. How about uh, Ed O.G. of Ed O.G. and the Bulldogs? I love it. Yeah. Invite him. Uh, who did I see? Robert Schimmel, now passed away. <laughs> a white man, but he can still go. No, and this, you know, I don't think anyone would yeah. deny a dead white entrance into one of these fun events. Uh, March twenty second at seven p.m. is when the big meetup day is. So we got all kinds of we got all kinds of great stuff coming up for you during the Max Fun Drive, and this is only the beginning. We'll tell you more about it when we kick things off next week. Uh, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Ross, boy detective. Mike, the gizmo guy, Mitchell. <laughs> so you, you guys have probably added a couple titles to your pull list at your local comic shop by oh, now, yeah. right? Well, I mean, I, already, I always get the Marvel what the every year. Okay. Because to laugh along with my favorite superheroes. What about dinosaurs and Cadillacs? Have you got that on your list? Uh, I mean, I think it is. it has not been a comic for uh, decades, and it is be, it is. Published by a comics company that is no longer a company, oh. but uh, but yeah, I'm going to tell them to put put one aside for me. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, is like uh, you gotta uh, you gotta put it on your uh, your wish list or your wait list mm-hmm. uh, in case it happens. You know, otherwise the comic store is not going to order enough. Sure, I mean, I don't want a second printing. Right, I do not want a second printing. That would be a fucking disaster. <laughs> yeah, and you got to get all the covers too. Got to get the variants. Yeah, foil covers, embossed cover. Sure, hologram cover. Bruce Tim variants. Yeah, sure. What about uh, what about our man from Wildcats? What's that guy called again? <laughs> Jim Lee. Sure, I remember. Got to get some Jim Lee I variants. I remember his name before. How about this, Eric Larson from Savage Dragon? Oh man, I want all the variants. Yeah, <laughs> got to get those Eric Larson covers. Mm. What's Savage Dragon up to this week? <laughs> 
<laughs> I said that to you, Mike Mitchell, as though you had an answer to it. I wish I, I really wish I knew. I wish I could yeah. tell you. Uh, they do call you the Savage Dragon, though, right? Isn't that your? <laughs> Sounds like a drug kingpin. Yeah. The Savage Dragon. Okay, listen. When something momentous happens to you, mm-hmm. like you get some great comics absolutely positively for free. Oh, yeah. We I'd... ask you to call us at 206-984-4FUN for our beloved segment, Momentous Occasions. Let's see what the let, – let's, let's hear what the answering machine dragged in. <laughs> hey, Jordan, Jesse, and Sonny D. This is Tim from Oregon calling with the Momentous Occasion. I was looking out my window. I live pretty close to a train track. The train was going by, and I happened to notice some graffiti on the side that said, Oily Kevin. Uh, I really don't know what to say besides that. So, Oily Kevin. Get him, get him, get him. Thanks, bye. Uh, Could be a a deviant sex move. An oily Kevin? Oily Give, Kevin. Giving him the old oily Kevin? Yeah, that seems reasonable. I really like, there is a there's a tagger around here who just writes Borat on things. <laughs> That's I good. think it's really funny. That's yeah. really good. I think it's really great. Perhaps my favorite graffiti of all time. Did you know that all graffiti guys are like 40 now? Oh, yeah? It's like skateboard like kids guys. Don't, kids don't do it. Kids yeah, don't like, get into graffiti. You know how graffiti. you see people skateboarding and you're like, you're just a 40-year-old dude. What are, you, yeah. what are you up to, guy? That's what it's like with graffiti guys now. Hmm. Except for gang members. <laughs> gang members gang members will always be 16. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the, that BMX guy sadly just passed away. Oh, kind of, sure. What was his name? Uh, I think it was it was one of those. And I, I knew this guy. I knew the guy you're talking about because we yes. did, we've did many a Fuel TV segment with him. Is yes. it Ralph Macho? It's Dave Mira. Dave, Dave Mira. Yeah. Yes, that was sad to He passed to see. away? He passed away. What were I the think circumstances? He, well, I think he committed suicide, yeah. possibly. Oh, that's so it's even tragic. Sure. Every, even darker. So. Where were you going with this, Mitch? I was just saying that. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, you know what? The, the light is blue, and I, I got into a depressed mood, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, I think, you know, it's time to, time to, okay, thank you, Brian, thank for you. changing Brian it Brian changed it to green. Oh, my God, what was Let's I talking about? Let's get that about? money. <laughs> yeah. Let's get slightly ill, I guess. <laughs> Start to feel a little queasy. Rest in peace to Dave Muir. Yeah. That's where I was going with sure. it. Sure. Can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. Was uh, uh, was the guy from Mad Men? You know the guy who buys the thing, the company in Mad Men mm-hmm. with the glasses. Mm-hmm. Is that guy from Spider Man? See the bad guy from Spider Man. The ba- the guy who the bad guy from Spider Man. Yeah, is Alfred he, Molina. Who Willem, was the bad guy Willem, from Spider Man? So Willem, Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe was the Green Goblin. What's the what other thing was the guy with the glasses in? I don't know. I don't recognize him. I think Mammon always did a good job of like having most actors you don't recognize and therefore bring baggage to. I mean, occasionally a Bill Murray's brother would show up. Oh, and that nice. was fun. I love him. Which Bill Murray's brother? Uh, no, it That's was Bill Murray's stepbrother, I believe. Yeah. Okay. It was one of them. He was the guy who was the uh, alcoholic who uh, got sober. Remember when Bill Murray had a television show that was just him and his brothers playing golf? <laughs> yeah. Back when there was a golf channel. Maybe there still is a golf channel. Is that real? I would love to see episodes of that show. That's absolutely real. It was. Wow, I think it was I on Comedy Central. That. Oh, yeah. Oh, it might have been. Was it this... was just a show where Bill Murray and his brothers played golf. <laughs> 
That's was, it. That's all that happened. Was this like the uh, insomniac uh, level or era? I would say, uh, like where yeah. uh, David Tell was it doing. Sounds his thing. about that. Was yeah, probably about where it was at. Oh man, that might have been a fun show. Also, that's so funny to create a show where you just get to golf all day for a man who loves to golf. <laughs> yeah, that guy loves to golf. You remember? Do you remember? It's like Dave, if I had a show about eating pussy. Hey, <laughs> do you remember when David Tell? <laughs> and then a cat comes by. Do you remember when David Tell was on the Sound of Young American? When we were in college. Uh, let's see. Was he? Yeah, yeah, he was, and he talked about Insomniac. Mm-hmm. It was when Insomniac was still on TV, and the thing that I remember most vibrantly mm-hmm. is that Jordan, you asked him the, a question, mm-hmm. which I thought was a fun question, sure. which was, I'm a fun guy. If you could do Insomniac in any historical time period Mm -hmm. what period would you choose um uh you know anything from ancient times to today and he said the 70s because you could smoke anywhere and you didn't have to wear a (laughs) seatbelt. He, he, he said it so man sincerely. of very particular values. Well, Dave Patel, you should visit Quincy, Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, what was your favorite early Comedy Central program? Insomniac was way, way up there. Yeah. Uh, I remember really liking it, too, and like feeling like it was one of those things that I shouldn't be watching as a kid, too. Like, ooh, this is... Oh yeah, uh, this is for grownups. That yeah, oh definitely. It, it felt uh, one of those naughty. Oh god, I hate that word, but it felt like a like a a naughty show to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, I also like. You hate that word, but it's because your mother was a naughty nurse. <laughs> she was the naughtiest nurse. Yeah, the naughtiest. <laughs> the naughtiest nurse. Oh wow. What year? Eighty four. Eighty four. She won <laughs> naughtiest nurse. Sure. <laughs> while I was nursing, apparently. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. I, that was I, what, what kind of part of what made it so naughty was she was endangering you <laughs> by uh, having sex with all those me over coma victims. <laughs> uh, oh, sorry, mom. Uh, she's she's gonna listen. She, you know, she uh, Mrs. Mitchell is a lovely woman. <laughs> she's a great lady, from what I imagine, and a naughty nurse, as we've already uh, sure. said. Uh, I would say. The early Comedy Central She's ones. She's a very lovely woman. I've seen her in magazines. Oh, boy. Damn it. Oh, boy. And that candy striper outfit. Ba-ba-boom. Whoa. One uh, sponge bath, please. Oh, man. Uh, call button. Can I have some Jell-O? I'm hungry. Uh, excuse me, ma'am. I'm going into shock. I'm never going to be able to kiss my mom again, dude. (laughs) Pardon me, Nurse Mitchell. I can't find the remote control. And and I would like to be watching a falcon crest. (laughs) Excuse me, Mrs. Mitchell. I am in horrible pain and would like to die. Please assist me in suicide. By smothering me with your jugs. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! I thought it was. I thought, I thought we were it was going to be good, but yeah. it was bad. Oh, she's a regular jug forkian. <laughs> jug forkian. Jack forkian, but with jugs. I, I, has that, does I that not have exist? With jug forkian. Yeah, you know. Well, we'll fix it in post. Does, does that that should exist if it doesn't? Yeah, it seems like a good. Yeah. App opportunity. My mom was a teacher, not mm-hmm. a naughty teacher. Uh, okay, uh, sure. And 
she would be angry when I would watch Insomniac mm. and, oh God, make me laugh. I can't think of the earlier. Oh, yeah, make me laugh. Yeah. The, Let's bowl. Yes, yes. Well, the, the, around that time, there weren't a lot of, there wasn't a lot of gold <laughs> on Comedy Central, I feel like. Yeah. I always watched Conan, and so when they started playing, like, Conan and SNL repeats, that sure. was nice mm-hmm. to just see him there, but there wasn't a lot of great original programming, I feel like. Insomniac might have been. Might have been it, right? It might have been. There's a crown jewel for a while, I think. Yeah. I remember how excited my friend Evan Larson was because he had cable. I didn't have cable at the time mm-hmm. uh, to watch reruns, endless reruns of Kids in the Hall. Yes, mm-hmm. that was that was big. Endless Mystery Science Theater 3000 and Kids in the Hall reruns, and you really could do a lot worse. You know what I mean? Sure. Oh yeah. Higgins Boys and Gruber. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I don't know. I never saw that. That's just something I know was on there. I love TV Funhouse. Such oh a funny yeah, show. TV Funhouse Short-lived. is hilarious. Really holds up. Yeah, that was a little later, but a lot of a lot of funny stuff. On did that. that have Dave Gruber Allen at all? Did he make an appearance? In I'm it? sure he, he did. It was Comedy been. Central in the '90s. Yeah. yeah, you gotta have a Gruber Allen walk on at least. How come we've never had Dave Gruber Allen in here? I've met Dave Gruber Allen now, and I've I've just recently worked with him, and I love him. Oh, he was in Love, he's right? On, he's oh, on love. check it out. Yep. He's on Love on Netflix. What, was it everything you dreamed it would be working with Dave Gruber Allen? He's the nicest, coolest dude there is. He's great. I cool. tried to I tried to get him and Dave Keckner on The Sound of Young America. Another it great dude. Might have been right after we were might have been two thousand four, something like that. Yeah. Uh and uh Dave Gruber Allen sent me a really nice fax at the radio station mm. saying they weren't gonna be able to do it. They couldn't fit it into their schedule, but they really appreciated the interest and I should keep on trucking. Mm. That's awesome. That's he the type of guy the, he is. The naked trucker in T Bones. That's a nice dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, he's the kind of guy who was really gracious with the facts. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's take our next call, huh? Jordan, Jesse, guest. This is Dustin in Tulsa. The other day, a friend of mine and I stopped at a gas station. As we came out, there was a 90s model Buick Regal parked next to our vehicle. The gentleman in the passenger seat said, Y'all eat steaks? And said, thank you. And the woman in the driver's seat said, you know they eat steaks. Have a good day. Yeah, dope. Yeah, you know they eat steaks. You know they eat steaks. (laughs) You know it. You know it. These motherfuckers eat steaks. What? Were those two on drugs? Why would you do that to someone? Ask if they eat steaks? Yeah. Or lie and say that you don't eat steaks. Why? Yeah, why would the yellers... Who are yelling? Do you eat steaks? What is what is that? What are they trying to do? Do you think they're selling steaks? They could be. They could have a trunk full of. Have you heard about that? People having a trunk full of steaks. Yes. What is the what's the hustle there? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where you got them. I don't know how they're being kept cold. I guess they're probably in coolers, or the whole trunk is full of ice. That would be kind of cool. I'd love to buy a steak from a trunk. Yeah, I'd do that in a second. Yeah, if any, I buy uh, steaks at Costco. If any trunk. Steak salesmen are out there listening. You're in the L.A. area. Swing by. Mm-hmm. Let me see those chops. I, I was watching that uh, the uh, Stephen King uh, miniseries on Hulu, eleven twenty two sixty or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And one of the things is that, that there's time travel involved, and he buys his meat from the '60s and serves it in the uh, in the current day because it's better meat. Because it's better meat, and it costs only a buck. He charges a buck for the burger. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. So you have that to look forward to. Is time travel <laughs> economics? That sounds pretty good. It was, it's not bad. It's not a bad show. Can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. Y'all eat steaks? <laughs> <laughs> I hope it was snakes. I hope they misheard. <laughs> you know what? Snake, that would be great. 
That would be really great. <laughs> you know they eat snakes. <laughs> <laughs> Those are a couple of mongooses. <laughs> I told you that I told you those was mongooses. I'm with Jordan in that these this couple was 100% on some sort of drug. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Smoke some crank and they did yell about steaks at people. Y'all eat steaks cuz I got quite the collection. Yeah. I am always so like so so shocked when when like just one of those sidewalk guys will yell something at you that is not like a direct, like, hey, give me some money. Like, I get that, but just someone going, like, someone going, like, cold all day, right? And you're like, what? I don't. I, what do I do with this? Oh yeah, that that, that I think scares me. The I, will scare me sure. more so because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh no, is this person now crazy? And they're going to start circling me like a shark. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my I'll, basically my whole life is dedicated <laughs> to walking the line. Between waving to the crazy guy that lives in a van on my street mm-hmm. and engaging him in any kind of conversation. Sure. Like, I want him to like me. You so want to be on good terms. Yeah, so that if anything goes down, I won't be the target. Mm-hmm. You yes. know, it's just, and it's, and it's solely, I just want it to be one of those situations. Like, I don't have to know how to run faster than a bear. I just have to know run faster than you. Yeah. You know that old joke? Yep. Uh, and so that's. Excuse me, that's plenty for me. Like I just, I just need him to. If shit goes down, I need him to fuck up one of my neighbors. Mm. I think, you know? I think, I think you probably. I bet you there's people who treat him probably pretty rude. On yeah, the street. yeah. And those guys are lower on the totem pole. So if he has a break, mm-hmm. sometimes I see him like yelling at himself and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh man, yelling, yelling, yelling in general is scary. So Mitch, when you're doing it alone, <laughs> Mitch, what's the what's the crazy guy situation around where you live? Huh? It's, you live in in Malibu, right? Uh, it, in Los Feliz, it's not it's not too bad. I wish I lived in Malibu. No, the, the, um, it's it's actually it's it's decent on 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 uh, Franklin Boulevard. There's a there's a couple guys, mm-hmm. but back in Quincy, there was a guy named Bugs, mm. and uh, mm-hmm. we used to have him buy alcohol for us. Oh, and then sometimes he'd hang out for the entire night, like uh, <laughs> he like he would buy alcohol with us, and then and we'd... just like played Nintendo sixty four. <laughs> <laughs> this like fifty to sixty year old uh, kind of crazy guy. He mm-hmm. was, I, be, I believe, homeless. Uh, he always claimed to be very rich. Mm. Uh, he would. Uh, my my friend's brother, Mike Ryan, his my his brother Sean was the only guy who could drive, and we would get bugs in the car, and he'd pick us up alcohol, and then sometimes we'd ride. What around. are you drinking? What's a what's a sixteen year old Mike Mitchell asking bugs to buy for him? I, at the time, it might have been Coors Light, uh, and then like Classic. they would do like you know sometimes you do like Mad Dog twenty what are they called Mad Dog forty forties or twenty twenties or something. Oh, I don't know. I've never had a Mad Dog. They're like forty forty or twenty twenty like wine or schnapps. I remember okay. schnapps when we were younger, like root beer schnapps. Oh my god, it tastes like root beer when you're like fifteen or sixteen or something. Sure. It's very exciting for some reason, and then. Uh, you know, like I think we, we we would try a lot of different ones, and then it just turned into to Bud Light for a long time. But yeah, Bugs was the guy that we, that uh, that we had. You know what? And I remember my last birthday ever. 
there was a guy across the street, and I won't say his name, and I like him a lot. He was a great guy, but he was a little bit kooky and would <laughs> went kooky a few times. Sure. And I was having my last real birthday party. You know, like the last time it's acceptable. Like I had people sleep over, and it was like borderline. Sure. Like hold on, like I was turning thirteen or maybe even fourteen. Like it was like in between where yeah. it was like the guys are like, okay, you you shouldn't have a sleepover anymore. Yeah, yeah. Maybe also don't <laughs> trick or treat either while we're while we're. <laughs> it was right in that that age that age range, mm-hmm. and then. I thought I heard the doorbell ring for pizza. I ran upstairs, and it was not the doorbell. There were two cops out in front of this house across the street from me. And this guy who lived across the street from me, I saw him jump off his back porch, <laughs> jump over his fence, run down to the bottom of, of his hill, because I live on Hillside, and stared at me for a good 30 seconds and then ran off down the street. Wow. Uh, when the cops were waiting outside his door. Did not get caught. He, I saw him run away from the cops. Did you say anything? No, I was like, this I'm is the first go time you're inside. admitting the secret. I'm admitting the secret. Yeah. Wow. And I closed the door and waited for the pizza. I never said a word. Well, if there's any unsolved crimes that uh, happened in the hillside neighborhood of Quincy in <laughs> He's still on the loose 1995, today, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that, I, I, I remember that very vividly. That was... I can help you not have that same confusion in the future. Uh huh. So the doorbell for the pizza goes ding dong. No, see, that uh, is, but, now this is where you're wrong. Uh, but. <laughs> The sound of the police is whoop, whoop. <laughs> Mike, did you have a different doorbell situation? I had – the basement had a buzzer that was like, eh. And sometimes mm. when people were moving around upstairs, it could sound like it was buzzing. Gotcha. Yep. But you're right. Whoop, whoop. That's the sound of the police. Mm-hmm. Sure. Buzz, buzz, basement doorbell. <laughs> <laughs> Time for pizza. That was actually KRS-One's first draft. Mm. Buzz, buzz. Buzz, buzz. That's the sound of the basement doorbell. <laughs> I guess that pizza's here. <laughs> Do you guys all have cash or should you pay me back later? <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Hi, I'm Mark. And I'm Hal. And we're the hosts of We Got This. The show that offers definitive answers to dumb debates that you suggest. Every Wednesday, we discuss the hot-button topics you never knew you cared so much about, like whether you should put ketchup on a hot dog. What's the best Star Wars movie? Whether it's better to be too hot or too cold. Coke or Pepsi? Best Marvel movie. Which is the best religion? I told you we're not doing that one. So join us every week on MaximumFun.org. And don't worry, everyone. We got this. We got this. Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio. Jordan Morse, boy detective. Mike Mitchell, gadget guy. Gizmo guy? Gadget guy. Oh, wait, shit. It is Gizmo guy. That's, no, I, I mean, you can change it if you want to. This is your identity. Um, no, I'd rather you stick with Gizmo guy. I'm Gizmo guy. I, I disagree. I think, Mike, you should live your truth. I'm Gizmo Guy, the Gadget Guy. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to our guest, Gizmo Guy, the Gadget Guy. <laughs> Mike Mitchell, let's say people want to enjoy more of your patented brand of uh, Quincy, Massachusetts humor. Uh, where could they pursue such an activity Well, as that? You can visit Quincy, Massachusetts. Right. Uh, 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 <laughs> Just walk around. City. Most guys look and act like Mitch. <laughs> so, hey, we got John Adams birth houses there. Hey. John yep. Quincy Adams. Hey. Yep. The Adams Mansion. A lot of Adam stuff. First Adams Dunkin' family. Donuts. Sure. Adams Family. Was Adams filmed Family Value. <laughs> uh, I, I, uh, I, uh, 
host a podcast with a guy, Nick Weiger, uh, who you guys have had on here a sure. couple times. Uh, it's called Doughboys. It's a fast food review podcast. We've had Jordan on, and we got to get you on, Jesse. It's going to be great. Be it's, uh, I will say that I listen to Doughboys every week without fail. Uh, it is a hilarious show. Mike is fucking hilarious on it. Nick Weiger is great on it. Uh, two of the two of the funniest guys in history, and it's a it's a, it's a great show. Can't miss. Well, we 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 owe a lot to Jordan because we had him on. In the, the when it was kind of an early baby podcast, and he showed us what the fuck to do with ourselves because we had no idea what the hell we were doing. I'd so. suggested you you uh, you d- diverge into bullshit. <laughs> You're talking about a topic, I'm like, nah, nah, just go off and talk about an unrelated thing. <laughs> and uh, we and we have taken that good, advice. Good. The classic, the classic mark of Jordan Jesse go unprofessionalism. <laughs> no, we, we what's okay? We tell me it. what a fast food is that you've re, that you've uh, reviewed recently. We just reviewed Wendy's. That was a big one with Paul Rust. The whole restaurant. The the whole we reviewed the whole restaurant. We 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 uh, we don't do the whole menu, but. Uh, We'll have a guest, and then each of us will have a meal there, and we'll, we'll break down the meal, and then we'll rank it out of a possible five forks. Uh-huh. Uh, and five forks and higher, you're in the platinum plate club. club. <laughs> Four forks or higher, you're you're in the the golden plate golden plate club. So. What about three? What's so say you get three forks? Under that, you're you're just kind of screwed. There's, you're a, there's just a restaurant. Yeah, yeah, you're just a restaurant. Yeah. Okay, two. Two. Well, there are lower ones, but you know what? We should make uh, we should make awards for the lower ones. See. This well, let's what, say you get one yeah, fork. Because I think if I think Doughboys listeners will agree with me. Yeah. If you listen to the show, you will agree that if there's one thing I think that <laughs> Doughboys would benefit from, it's a more complicated ranking system <laughs> with more tears and caveats. It's a it's a huge it's a terrible mess. It's a show. labyrinth. <laughs> it's, a, it's a labyrinth. It's a it's in we're, right now we're we're doing um, a tournament. Munch, munch madness, uh, <laughs> yeah. and we're ranking out of uh, ten possible basketballs. If that makes any sense, <laughs> so, <doesn't. laughs> so that's uh, that's uh, that's what we're doing right now. Uh, so b- by the time uh, your listeners hear this, our podcast will be off the air. Most likely. <laughs> it'll be canceled, canceled by the by- internet. <laughs> <laughs> By collective fiat. <laughs> uh, joking aside, it is a great show. I, I I laugh a lot when I listen to it. Always uh, always good to get your guys's uh, sincere, passionate food lovers take on some of this stuff. It's really great. I I couldn't couldn't recommend it more. Thank you. Why and Weiger is a great guy. And yeah. oh, the only other thing I'll I'll, I'll plug is a. Uh, uh, love on Netflix, which is Paul Russ's show, which is a buddy sure. of ours. He's a great guy. And, yeah, uh, uh, guest on here last week, and yep. uh, yeah, Mike, you are uh, in quite a few of the episodes of Love, and That's it's right. a great show. You're great on it. Yeah, he's. It's, uh, I'm happy for that guy. He's great. Sure. Uh, can I ask you? Can I ask you a a, a real quick food question? A hundred percent. I'd love to. What's better, curly fries or straight fries? Mm. We've talked about this a bunch, actually, and we we we. We, I, this is sad that during Mount during Mount Frymore, we have Mount Frymore <laughs> to make things uh, even more complicated. Uh, and I say that the best version of a the best version of like a straight crispy fry is is the best you can do. Mm-hmm. But I love curly fries. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna uh, throw shade at the curly fl- fries like sure. Fuller House did to Michelle. <laughs> uh, I uh, I love your arms are uncrossed. I can confirm. <laughs> yeah. that. I uh, I love. How, how do you feel about that? I love a, a like a the, the best version of a crispy regular fry. I okay. So I like like. Uh, I'm not a huge potato guy overall. Uh-huh. 
I, are you a rice guy? Because this is this is a real question. Because I usually feel like it's like you're a rice person or a potato person. I'm. I would prefer rice to potatoes. I don't mm-hmm. love rice either. Okay. I like pasta. Yeah. Pasta is my jam. Yeah. If you're looking, if you're looking to fill yourself up with some empty calories, pasta is my choice. But anyway, uh, like if you're talking about like a, like a French restaurant. Mm-hmm. Skinny fry, that's probably my favorite type of fry. Got it. A fat fry, I have no use for at all. Wow. Okay. Like a steak fry, I would rather not have it put in front of me. What if it's really crispy, though? See, mm. if it's really crispy. No, yeah. because I don't like the mushy part in the middle. Yeah. Okay, so that's... That's, um, that's fair. And if, But if we're talking about a choice between like a McDonald's fries and a curly fries from Wendy's or something like that... Mm-hmm. I will go with the curly fries, you want and I'll tell fries. you why. I don't. I like this. I, if they're going to be not that, uh, n- not to my standards of crispiness, which they never are yeah. from from uh, one of these places, I would prefer that seasoning on there. That makes and sense. And I think that the, the curliness is fun. I feel like that you would you could make a great debate on Doughboys. We got to get you on there because that is a. Uh, I feel like. That is the main issue when fries aren't good. They're just not really crispy and hot, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. and sure. you're right. Mask it with some shitty fucking salt and <laughs> Sure. <laughs> yeah. Put some red MSG on there. Yeah. Let's do this. Yeah, I kind of feel like you will You will never have a an amazing curly fry. Like, mm-hmm. I think you can have an amazing regular fry. Yeah. But the curly fries have more of a chance to be pretty tasty. You like are. That. It's a. It's a. It, it, it. You know. It's a gambling man's order. Or I, I guess a not a gambling man's order. If you want, if you're a safe better and you want a side that you know you're going to enjoy, curly fries probably pretty good. Can I suggest? Can I suggest something to you, Jordan? Please, because I know you're a mid-level home cook, mm-hmm. and I, I. Sure. I know you love that fried addy. Mm-hmm. Can I suggest this? You know, people talk about is it better to fry the fry the fries twice? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's often a technique mm-hmm. to, for home fries, but it can be hard to make tasty home fries. For sure, start with a waxy potato, like mm. a yellow potato. Mm-hmm. Okay, slice it thin, and cook it from cold oil. Mm. Just let it be until it's until it starts to get up off the bottom oh. of the pot from cold oil. It takes a while. You will get a surprisingly fantastic French fry. Well, if it takes a while, I don't know that I can That's do that true. because you I got to be at the go go, go, the go go club. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen, and uh, I have to work for go go in flight internet. <laughs> wake me up before you go go. Sure, yeah. <laughs> um, well, our producer is Brian Fernandez, aka Sunny D. Mike Mitchell's been our guest. Uh, the Max Fun Drive starts March fourteenth. We hope that we will have. Your backing and support. And if you're already a donor, you can think about uh, increasing your donation. And also, we hope that everyone will be talking about the Max Fund Drive on Twitter and on social media, sharing why they love Maximum Fund. That's my favorite part of the whole thing. Always a blast. Um, we're so grateful to every single one of you who supports us and what we do. Uh, our theme music, Love You by The Free Design, courtesy of our friends in The Free Design and Light and the Attic Records. Uh, we will talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.